재미와 지식의 오디오라이프 팝빵 Hello, my name is Ilya Belyakov, and I will be your special host for Diverse Voices Heard, a TBS EFM special feature on Seoul City Foreign Residence Council. Well, I've been living in Korea for the past 17 years now, and I have come a long way before I became Korean back in 2016. I have been hoping that there will be some ways for foreign residents in Korea to have their say in the policy-making process. And I hope this special feature will help understand the Seoul City Foreign Residence Council that acts as a bridge between Korean local government and foreign residents here. According to the Korean government statistics, the number of foreign residents in Korea has increased by about 8.8% over the year from 2017 to 2018. Amid the low birth rate and aging population in Korean society, the government predicts that there will be a constant increase in foreign residents, such as workers, international marriages, and international students. As Korea is becoming a multicultural society with an expansion of foreign residents, it is becoming more important to figure out the needs of those people and reflect the collected opinions of the foreign residents in the policymaking process and its implementation. Seoul City selected representatives from each community and they have been having council meetings as Seoul City Foreign Residence Council since 2015. Today, we have the chairman and vice chairman of the Seoul City Foreign Residence Council in the studio to talk about the Foreign Residence Council more in details. And last month on 17th, the second meeting of 2020 Seoul City Foreign Residence Council was held and our team was able to attend the meeting. There were policy proposals for the first half of the meeting, and for the second half, there was a roundtable session participated by members of the Foreign Residence Council to talk about COVID-19 situation for foreigners here in Korea. We'll be covering all these, so please make sure to tune in until the end of the show with us. Welcome back to the TBS EFM special feature on Seoul City Foreign Residence Council. We have Halil Zadenihat, the chairman of the Seoul City Foreign Residence Council, and Luisa Sahabutinova, the vice president of the Seoul City Foreign Residence Council, in the studio to talk about Foreign Residence Council in detail. So, hello, everyone. Hello. 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 Can you guys introduce yourself, starting with Nihat? Uh, well, I would prefer actually to start with Luisa because ladies first in our country. Okay, ladies oh, first. Thank you oh. so much. <laughs> okay. Uh, hello, my name is Luisa and I'm from Uzbekistan. Currently, I'm a graduate student at Iwa Women's University, majoring in Korean linguistics. Mm. Also, I work at Seoul Counseling Center for Migrant Women as translator and interpreter. I've been living in Korea for almost 12 years. Wow, that's a lot. Yes. <laughs> okay, nice to meet you too. And what about you, Nihan? 
Well, I'm Nihat, the chairman of Seoul City, uh, Seoul Residents, uh, Seoul, actually Seoul City Foreign Residents Council. Mm-hmm. And I've been in Korea almost 11 years. I have been doing lots of activities in Korea. Maybe that's why I'm the chairman in this council. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm working for, right now I'm working for Gangnam District Government uh, as an expat support center, like Yoksam Global Village Center. Mm-hmm. Uh, we support expats in Korea. Uh, that's why actually I, I was really interested in to join this council and uh, to show more support to the expats in Korea. Okay, so it looks like you guys do a lot of activities to support the foreign residents here in Korea. So I do have a lot of questions about this organization because I I think I heard about this. And I do have some people who are in the council and sometimes they talk about what you guys do, what kind of proposals you do to the city government. So let's talk about that in details because I'm sure that our listeners are very, very uh, want to know what about What, what this council is about. So, uh, Niha, this first question as the chairman, can you describe the main goal and purpose? Like, what's the City Foreign Residence Council? Well, if you go in detail, you know, it will take all our day, I think, like <laughs> to talk about the Seoul City Council. Be brief. Yeah, the Foreign Residence Council, as a Foreign Residence Council, uh, what we do is we give chance to the communities, foreign resident communities, to give suggestions to the government uh, to revise the law or like to give some suggestions about how we can have a better life for expats in Korea. And also not only expats, we also care about the migrant workers, also multicultural families. Uh, basically, our community is conducted with all of these people who's living in Korea, uh, in Seoul, actually. Because in Korea, we have like 2.5 million uh, foreign residents. Right, yes. And uh, almost it's more than 500,000 of them, they are living in Seoul. Mm. And these people, uh, they need representatives in government, you know, to show their side. Thanks to the government, actually, this time, this is a really huge step. This time, uh, government made decision to make this kind of community, this kind of council, uh, to listen to foreigners what they really need. Because, uh, you know, we are all coming from different backgrounds, different cultures, different uh, views. And when we are all together, then we can make better world. And right. for making better world, uh, government made this council. So they are listening to us. They are getting suggestions from us. And also, uh, they are changing it in a really fast way. Let's say in the past, if the law, uh, for changing law, uh, we had to wait for a long time, you know, uh, if we have some problem, then government uh, issued some new law. Mm -hmm. But this time, government listening to us, like if there is any issue, before having any issues in government, we suggest them and they change the law or they revise it or Mm. they make, they add new law for the Mm. uh, having better life For expats in Korea, is it a new organization? Like where, when did it appear? Oh, uh, the city council. Yeah, uh, city council itself. It has been like five years. Uh, we are operating, okay. and I joined this uh, council two years before. Mm. Uh, for the first year, I was vice chairman, and for this year, I'm chairman of city council. Oh, so you're rotating. Okay, yes. so um, how many people are in this council? Like, how do you get people into this council? Like, what what do I need to do or What do I need to be in order to be eligible to get into that council, Louisa? 
Uh, so uh, nowadays in our council, we have 43 representatives from 25 different countries mm. from such continents as Europe, South Asia, then Africa, Latin America, mm. and Central Asia. And a person who wants to join council, first of all, he, he or she has to be a sole resident, okay. of course, mm-hmm. because this is Seoul City Foreign Residence Council. And then uh, Korean language ability is also required mm. in order to make proposals. proposals to give presentations and to talk, discuss about different laws and legislations of Korea. And then also the person has to be active in the Mm. foreign (laughs) communities and he has to represent his own country and Mm. foreign communities as well. Do you have the proportional representation system? Like I know that probably... There are a lot of guys coming from Uzbekistan in Korea, and a lot of yes. them living in Seoul. Do you have more Uzbekistan people in that council in comparing to the other people, or do you have like one representative per country? Actually, <laughs> in the case of, of Uzbekistan, there is only me, like okay. one representative from Uzbekistan, uh-huh. one representative from Azerbaijan. Uh-huh. So it depends on the population that is living in Seoul, like I mean foreign population. Mm-hmm. So the uh, representatives, they are They are admitted to this council based to the population living in the Seoul. So, as you can imagine, most of our representatives are from China, Uh including Korean ethnics as well. Because in Seoul, there are like 40,000 Chinese living in Seoul. That's why we have seven uh, Chinese Uh. representatives and then 11 representatives from Central Asia, including CIS countries like Russia, Uzbekistan, Mm -hmm. Kazakhstan, and then five uh, people from Europe and three from Vietnam. So it depends on the population living, like foreign population living in Seoul. Well, it sounds like you do have a very proportional representation of all people in the council, which is a great thing, definitely. But Before we move on to more details, we've prepared a clip from the interview with the Deputy Director of the Multiculturalism Division at Seoul City Government about the selection process for the council members. Let's take a listen to the clip. We got the recommendations for the council members for the second Seoul City Foreign Resident Council meeting. With a recommendation of foreign residents' support facilities, multicultural family support centers, and the heads of each center or institution, we formed a separate committee for selection. The selection committee and experts reviewed documents and interviewed the members of the Foreign Residence Council. That was Deputy Director p y o n g y o n g h w a Well, let's move on to more about the members and different committees of the council. So, You said that you are personally, as the chairman of this council, you're working as the supporter, per se, for the foreign residents here, and you are running the uh, city global uh, village village in Yoksam Station, right? So what about the profession of other council members? Like, what do they do? Oh, well, uh, as you know, like, we are many people, like 44 uh, people from 25 countries and right. all of us we have different professions let's say uh, you know after getting this council i got a uh, district government uh, position uh, in gangnam area and other people like we have migrants we have students we have uh, businessmen we have 
uh, all different professions. You know, you can find various type of profession uh, people, and also uh, mainly, you know, like they we are coming all from different backgrounds and from different countries, but right. uh, we are in uh, we are aiming for same point. We mm. are uh, running just for just one point where everybody can live equally and have uh, same opportunities. That's why uh, we choose the language, same language as Korean. We are using only Korean in our community. That's why maybe uh, we couldn't promote as much as we want uh, mm. because uh, foreign community, especially in Seoul, they are talking more in English than Korean. And that's why many people who would love to join mm. our community They couldn't join just because of the language barrier. Right. Uh, but from this year, we are planning actually to add also uh, those people who can speak like good English and mm. uh, plus Korean. Uh, we are working on it to change, you know, like to revise the our city council rules uh, to attract more people and also get more proposals from different people from different countries. Well, that's an interesting and very useful idea because, well, right now it seems like the Korean language ability is one of the major uh, needful things that you need from your council members because in order to communicate well, in order to be able to make those proposals and everything like that. But um, it seems like like you have different councils between, like among those Uh, comedies, different comedies uh, in your council, right? Like, what are those councils and uh, we, what do you actually do? Yeah, we have actually different, uh, like, three subcommittees. One of them is, like, human rights and cultural diversity. The other one is living environment improvement. And mm-hmm. also uh, another one is the capacity building uh, subcommittee, mm-hmm. uh, where uh, we discuss various topics uh, to encourage people to talk about their uh, life in Seoul and how we can develop it. Let's say uh, current issues or, you know, hot topics uh, coming to the subcommittees and we discuss in there, then we have uh, we have the uh, special planning team where we discuss about that, then we make proposal and suggest to the government, uh, Seoul city government, uh, what do you think about this proposal? And then we get answers immediately. That's quite an impressive thing. And one of the councils you said were a human rights council? Yes. So you actually touch on the topic of human rights and, well, I guess, foreigners' rights in South Korea, right? Exactly. Uh, I would suggest, actually, uh, it's a really great chance for us, you know, to talk about our council. If you guys having any problem as an expat or uh, migrants, you know, minorities in Korea, please contact us. Mm-hmm. And we would do our best, you know, as a director in Yoksam Global Village Center and also chairman of this uh, Foreign Residence City Council. Like, uh, we would love really help a lot to those who's having difficulties and also who's just uh, having problem with human rights. I don't think many people having like human rights problem in Korea, but right. those who's having problem, please contact us. We would. Uh, be more than happy, you know, to help. Well, that's a differently interesting and very, very useful organization to go to because we do have all those internet forums with guys like, you know, saying stuff and this and that, but we do have an actual council that we can go right now and get a response from a Seoul city government. But in order to do that, like, you actually guys need to physically get together, right? And yes. discuss all those kind of things. Like, how often do we get together? Like, 
Like, is it one per month, once per six months, like Louisa? I can say that we meet every two months, okay. every two or three months. Mm-hmm. Situation a little bit changed compared to last year. Last year, we could meet more often. Uh-huh. But this year, because of uh, Corona, like right. COVID-19 pandemic, yes. we couldn't meet that often. But still, we ha- we had on- off- online meetings as well. Mm-hmm. And we also discussed different programs in our Kakao group with our members. And Uh, I would like to add some more information about sure. human rights and cultural diversity oh, committee. Oh, that's an interesting topic. Because I am a member of human, that committee. Oh. committee. So uh-huh. in that committee, we discuss uh, issues related to human rights. Uh-huh. And also we talk about discrimination in mm. Korea. Like uh, our members, they share their experiences, like if they had been discriminated before mm-hmm. and also we focused on the like word the term itself like multicultural family which right. is in korean that is like tamuna kajok right. so we suggested we proposed that the word tamuna itself it has to be changed mm-hmm. to something like global family or mm-hmm. something different not tamuna because tamuna itself has a very negative feeling right but yes. koreans <laughs> they see it from different perspective uh-huh. but from the foreigner perspective it has kind of negative feeling com- mm-hmm. not that positive So some of our members, they proposed the change of this word itself. And I think now it's, it hasn't been implemented yet, but they, they are considering this too. Well, so. yeah, I heard about that too. And uh, I really hope that they would change that term. The, through actually the mentoring group in the immigration office, right. uh, it, it got changed, right? Right, and, yes. Uh, this kind of word like... It wasn't really suitable for Korea, and mm-hmm. it cha- it got changed immediately. And I think uh, this Tamuna uh, uh, word it wasn't really bad, you know. Like the, when they made that word, it wasn't really bad mm-hmm. word. But uh, uh, because of the, I think the media used it in wrong way, and uh, it became yeah like the when you differentiate people's, you know, the level. I, I don't want to say like level it. It's kind of really hard for me to explain because I'm not native speaker. You know, I don't know how to uh, mention that Tamuna word in different way. But right. uh, honestly, as a Tamuna family, you know, we are a multicultural mm-hmm. family oh, living yeah, in Korea. Are, yeah. yeah, I I got Korean citizenship, and mm-hmm. as a you know, I can talk now as a Korean, not exactly. as a Korean. Yes, <laughs> and my wife is uh, from Azerbaijan, so uh-huh. we are uh, technically we are multicultural family in Korea. Exactly, you are, and yeah. Uh, Now the situation changed because at first when foreigners, they were coming to Korea, it was just because of work or factory work, mm-hmm. you know, like uh, how they call it like 3D jobs. But now uh, the situation is changing. Korea is like one of the global leading country and people, they are coming to here, you know, to have better education or, uh, you know, more innovative life or uh, I don't know, like starting their startups or Etc. And in this situation, we can't say actually the foreigners they are uh, in you know like low skill jobs because right. we are having yeah. enough professionals in Korea. Like as a person who's working in Gangnam, I can say I I, I can see every day more than 50 people like who's from different backgrounds, different countries, and they are having like professional jobs in really big companies in Korea. Absolutely. Yeah. Just as you mentioned, we don't have just people who are working in those so-called 3D jobs. We have a lot of like executives, we have a lot of businessmen, we have professors at universities and so on and so forth. 
So let's get into gathering ideas. We have asked how the Pakistan community gathers ideas presented at this council. Let's listen to the clip of the Pakistani community representative, Professor Sabir Hussein. We have a th- the three basic uh, big forum, Pakistan Business Association and Pakistan Community Korea and Students and Scholar Association. So particularly Pakistan uh, Community Korea, collectively all sectors, students and uh, business people. We made some time, uh, some cultural issues, uh, cultural events, uh, some gathering. These uh, gathering are on various occasions and various purposes. Sometimes embassy call to people. And embassy, they gather people in embassy and they talk to people. Uh, uh, is there anything, is there any problem the community is facing? So people talk there. And this is the first hand information from community too. So these uh, problems, they, they translate to us. Secondly, when, for example, if there is a, some any gathering, personal gathering, we gathered uh, 20, 30 people in uh, local city and they talk their issues there. And we conceive ideas from there. And then those ideas we Uh, discuss here in uh, forum similarly in student section well that's very interesting they have the whole system of how these ideas are gathered and uh, we have also asked what kind of initiatives that professor hussein proposed to the council let's listen to it too best way to listen to final issues in seoul every town make two representatives of uh, from foreign community apart from the nations apart from the country apart from nationalities from any nation they they i propose also the mechanism how we can choose those people when those uh, representative they will come in uh, local government by by town i mean there is a various go in seoul probably 24 go right so if Ishitagu, every town has uh, two representatives, their representative should be uh, like uh, elected people. So when they work with the GU administration, then Seoul government and Korean government, they can find original problem of foreigners. Well, let's talk about these proposals. And uh, so let's talk basically about how you guys work and what you guys do. Like, how many proposals do you think have been made so far? And how many of those did you actually transfer to Seoul government? And of those, how many has been adopted? Oh, that's a really difficult <laughs> question. <laughs> you know, when you ask this question, I felt like you are really Korean, like you became really Korean. Like, because... <laughs> Uh, with the, I'm not really friendly with uh, numbers, but I can say mm-hmm. uh, we are proposing uh, every time uh, for each subcommittee, like we are having around 10 proposals and uh, six of them overall mm-hmm. from subcommittees, like uh, per subcommittee, we are having two proposal, main proposal coming uh, for the conference, right. you know, year end conference. And mm-hmm. and there are six people, they are coming up and doing presentation widely about what's our proposal and why we should accept it. And uh, I would say uh, most of them uh, after Seoul City government listening to that, uh, mm-hmm. If they can change it, they change it immediately. But most of the uh, proposals, it's going for, I think, Minister of Justice. 
Right. You know, yeah. Like the if uh, I have read lots of researches about the foreigners' life in Korea, and the main problems of foreigners in Korea is first thing is visa problem, visa definitely, and second thing is finding job. Right. And since it's number one visa, <laughs> so everybody <laughs> trying to give some more suggestions because of the visa. But uh, as a person, you know, who's working also closely with the government. I, I can understand also government somehow, you know, why they can't uh, fix the problems visa as fast as possible, you know. Right, yeah. Visa's problems, it actually requires a lot of coordination from different government bodies. Yes, not true. just the sole government, but the Ministry of Justice, the Ministry of Labor, the uh, Ministry of Foreign Affairs, and so on and so forth. So it's definitely not an easy issue to tackle. But um, can you give us any example, for example, Luisa, on uh, any proposal that you've been proposing to the Seoul government and it actually has been adopted? Uh, actually, uh, at the beginning of this year, like uh, last month, actually, we had general meeting. Mm-hmm. And for that general meeting, I made two, pro- two team proposals mm-hmm. with other representatives. And both of them were related to visa issue. Oh. So one was related to job-seeking visa, that is D10. Uh-huh. And second one was related to residency visa, which is a uh, point-based system, F27. F27 yeah. And in the case of F27 visa, we asked for more points for like English, uh, I mean, Korean ability skills uh-huh, and right. then uh, stay, like period of stay in Korea and mm-hmm. for points for volunteering hours mm-hmm. and something like related with f- financial statement. Mm-hmm. So only the part related to Korean language skills was accepted, mm-hmm. but actually it was implemented before. Mm-hmm. So before I guess it was 10 points, now it's right. still remained like 20 points. Still, yeah, yeah. it's uh, cool that they're listening to you. Well, it's very important for the proposed policy to be actually put into implementation. And uh, we have asked the deputy director, Pyongyong-hwa, of the Seoul city about what happens after the policies are proposed at the meeting. Let's listen to the clip first. Actually, that part is a bit weak. Because most of the suggestions are about loosening the existing policy of the Ministry of Justice on protecting the local residents. The majority of suggestions are about visa systems, improvements in immigration, and international student-related policies. It's not easy to reflect the suggestions we get. But when we have a policy consultation meeting with the Ministry of Justice twice a year, officials think about these issues seriously. So, we're trying to solve problems by these meetings. I hope there will be policies implemented in the future. Uh, What are the future plans then for this council? Like, how do you see it uh, progressing? What kind of policies do you want uh, to get through your council? And uh, uh, what do you want to achieve through these council meetings? Uh, Well, first of all, I think that uh, we have to fully use this opportunity to communicate with Seoul government directly and participate in policymaking in in Seoul and in Korea itself. And as for me, I hope that uh, more policies on the visa and Mm -hmm. jobs and uh, uh, issues related to human rights Uh will be implemented in the future. And I think that the members itself, we have to increase uh, the number of countries like nationalities Mm -hmm. and the people with different social status who can 
uh, participate in our committee. So we can uh, look at different problems from different points of view. Because like nowadays, mostly we have students, marriage migrant, professors or businessmen. I think we need uh, other foreigners like freelancers or like foreigners with, with different jobs. Well, uh, yeah, absolutely. And those are the very beautiful organization and body we have right now here. Unfortunately, we don't have enough time to talk more with you guys. So we probably need to wrap up around here. But before we go, I want to thank you, Nihad, and you, Louisa, for joining me here in Diverse Voices Heart. Thank you very much, guys. Thank you. Thank you. It was really a pleasure for us. You are listening to the TBS EFM special feature, Diverse Voices Heard. Tune in for the second half of this special broadcast.